Hey, it's Jen Anderson, and I am here to talk with you about owning your happiness. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So welcome to the first episode of 2020. This is going to be a really awesome topic because I'm here with Jen Anderson. She's a happiness coach. We're talking about how to own your happiness in 2020. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Of it's course. a pleasure to be on. I'm so excited to really just be taking a fresh look at a lot of things um, in my life here as I've just recently went through a huge transition, the second half of 2019. And just from observation, 2019 was quite the year for a lot of us. Um, yeah. I think it was <laughs> it was set up for something amazing in 2020 and not from like 2020 is going to be a bunch of, you know, unicorns and rainbows. but it's there's something special I feel that's going to be coming through in 2020 for a lot of us. And I think owning your happiness is really something that's super important to talk about because just a lot of my own journey in 2019 was on chasing fulfillment. Um, but I was doing it through achieving, I would achieve something (laughs) and then I would feel great. And then I wouldn't anymore. And then I need to achieve something else. And it was like this constant me trying to prove my worth. Um, and it really took me into a dark place in the second half of 2019 and coming out of yeah. it, I really realized like, wow, I just got to make myself happy and then make other people happy. And it really is that simple. And so it, is. it sounds so simple, <laughs> but we know that it's not that simple, but it is. Simple. Right. Right. <laughs> so that was just my, my journey and my process with it. And, um, you know, even doing goal setting was different to me. It was like, I'm focused on how do I want to feel? And then what are the goals that are going to magnetize that feeling? But if I didn't hit the goals, I would still feel that way because I'm so focused on how I want to feel on a day-to-day basis. So anyway, that's just my process with it, which is why I'm excited to be talking about this with you today. Also, just for everybody listening, my content is shifting a little bit. So make sure you're following me on YouTube and TikTok because I'm doing a lot more videos per your request. And I'm really excited about that. So anyway, let's just jump into this, Jen. Um, I asked you what you wanted to talk about and you were like, everybody's really excited about New Year's. Let's talk about New Year's, but not in like a cliche way. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. um, just take the take the floor. I mean, what all did you, did you really have on your heart? Well, I actually love that you said how much we attach our worthiness to our achievements, because I think mm-hmm. that's been a huge struggle of mine like 2019 was an amazing year but I was also ready to end that year and for 2020 to come in and be really exciting I feel like I learned and grew a lot this last year a lot of healing stories Mm -hmm. happened and just really myself realizing too that my happiness doesn't have to come from what I achieve each day and what I check off the to-do list. It really needs to be about how I feel at the end of the day and the beginning of the day (laughs) instead of what the achievements are. Right. And so, I mean, I shared a little bit about my journey with that because it it took me going to just feeling completely empty inside and then feeling like a piece of shit when something didn't fall through in the way that I wanted to when I was pouring my heart into it. Yeah really took me to the breaking point of saying, fuck, like I'm something's off. Yeah. And that's when I actually was able to look in the internal. Yeah. And I think that's huge for a lot of us. I think we 
uh, like I love goal setting to a degree, but we also have to be not completely attached to what those outcomes look like and just really learning to trust the process and have faith in the universe or God or whatever you call that for your own self. I think it's really important for us to just be like, okay, this is a pivot point. This is me realizing this doesn't make me feel good. And what am I going to do now to feel good about it? Right. So I know you're a happiness coach. I mean, what is the, what are the biggest things that really come up for you in that? Cause that's kind of a broad thing. It is a broad thing. Be a happiness coach, um, which I'm a, I'm a love coach. So it's the same, but like, <laughs> but like what really do you like interact? Like, what are the questions that you mainly get or what do you really help people with and through on a routine basis, I guess? A ton of overwhelm and a ton mm. of people that are just going through the motions of life on a daily cycle of get up. This is what life looks like, whether it's, you know, kids staying at home moms or if it's women and some men, not I typically deal with women. Uh mm-hmm that are just going through the cycles of their job and not dreaming big and not thinking about making changes or like a lot of just like, well, I someday wanted to do this, but not putting anything into motion of how that could actually happen. Um, I'm feeling Mm -hmm. drawn to the story of my husband and family's life. A couple of years ago, we lived in Saskatchewan in the middle of nowhere and we owned a we were self-employed. So we owned a renovation construction business that was doing very well. Like we weren't living the high life, but we definitely weren't struggling mm-hmm. to make ends meet either. And we would come out to the mountains a couple of times a year and we love it out here. And so we started kind of dreaming into what would it look like to live out here. And we, you know, you run into all sorts of limiting beliefs there of like, well, we actually don't have a job if we leave where we live because we were very blessed in having clients that we didn't have to advertise for or market in any way. And why would you walk away from that? And we have three kids. So why would you uproot them? And we had just bought the most dilapidated house that like even the bank was like, I don't think I should even give you a $50,000 mortgage on this, let alone. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, we'll pay for the property. We'll give you a mortgage for that. That's it. (laughs) Not the actual land or the house itself. And so we ran into all of these things, but about a year after that, we just kind of decided, F it. We got to, this is, we need to find some changes. And we really felt pulled to come to Alberta. And we found a little town slash city. We call it a city in Alberta, but for most people, it would just be a small town. And we just threw kind of everything in the air. Within 30 days, we shut down our business. We sold a ton of equipment. We sold our vehicles. We put our house on the market. We took our kids out of school. We packed everything up and we moved about 900 kilometers. And I don't know what that would be in Mm -hmm. miles. It's about a nine hour drive. (laughs) And we came out here and we ran into all sorts of obstacles and we could have said, nope, that's not the right thing to do. But we just decided to go for Mm -hmm. it. And now we've been here a year and a half and absolutely love it. And we didn't realize how crazy and scary it was at the time because 30 days, things move really fast. <laughs> yeah. Lots can change in a short amount of time. That's one thing that I've noticed. Um, even just looking at a month. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So what, 
I mean, I know you're, you're talking about overwhelm. Let's chat on that for a second. Cause one thing that I did for my goal setting this year was I was like, what, how do I want to feel every day? And then yeah. what are the deterrents that would derail me on feeling mm-hmm. that way? One of mine, one of the biggest was overwhelm, um, yeah. or just me stressing myself out for essentially no reason. Yeah. Um, cause I, that used to be how I got myself to take action and it was like used as a leverage point. Um, well, there's like, I would, I would, I would stress to, to do and to produce. Yeah. And it's coming from the fitness industry for so long. I was just so focused on doing and producing. What are you doing? What are you doing? And now coming in as the heart guy, it's like, well, who am I being in the yeah. action of this doing or who, how am I showing up? So what, tips do you have for people who may be experiencing some overwhelm? There's just a lot going on, whether it's, you know, they have, they have a pressing job or things coming out from a million different directions, or they're stressed with their job and their love life and their, with their partner and all these other things. They don't know yep. what to do. What would you really have to say to that person? The first thing is slow the F down. Everybody... That's the last thing they want to hear. And that's the last thing. <laughs> Yeah, and that's 100%. speaking from experience and I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably hearing him on the other end of the, the uh, phone right now going, fuck you. <laughs> they're just like, yep, I know I need to slow down, but like how the fuck you slow down? Cause I, all these things pressing. So that was, that would have been me. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. And that was me too. Cause yeah. I am very much a like, type A don't tell me I can't do something. I can totally get it done. You just work harder and hustle yeah. your ass off. That is exactly who I was a couple of years ago. Um, my biggest thing is slow the F down, even if you start with three minutes a day. So just mm. like, for some people, it's called meditation. For some people, that looks like a walk outside. For some people, that's the cliche, take a bath, whatever that looks like yeah. for you. Just to get really mindful in life, even if it's mm. just five minutes a day. And that will grow and expand. and my sister is a huge meditator and has been for years. And she used to go, you need to meditate. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds really cool and like all magical over there in your world. But like, I have a busy life. We are self-employed yeah. with three kids and never a dull moment. So it is something that I've had to force myself to, which is kind of counterintuitive in a way, but mm-hmm. When I start to feel a little crazy and anxious again, I know it's because I'm not taking that time to slow my brain down and slow my mind down and slow my heart down and just let things flow and just have trust that everything will always work out the way it's supposed to. And taking those moments makes a huge difference in how your days play out. So if you can do it first thing in the morning, I highly recommend to people to really get some sort of morning practice. I was also somebody that I was obsessed with having the perfect morning routine. And that's why I wasn't as successful as I was because I wasn't doing my morning routine right. And I was getting up at like 5.15 and I was like reading the books and I was doing the things every Mm -hmm. single morning and working out and all those things. And those things are great for some people, but Really just like sitting in your own thoughts. And if you need to do a brain dump or think about, I'm really big on visualization of what you want your life to look like and taking the time to really think about those things. I actually just made a new freebie about visualizing because it's something that we all do, whether we realize it or not. We just usually do it in a self-sabotaging manner. 
of rethinking of how everything can go wrong. And if you just take five minutes every day and think about how everything can go right, that'll make a huge shift Mm -hmm. as well. Definitely. And I use, I can completely relate to being the maniacal morning routine person. And, you know, that's shifted as I went through this transition last year um, to being like, I literally just give myself three hours in the morning. Yeah. I wake and up it's and I go, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, there's nothing, there's no set to do. It's just three hours of space. And everybody's I like, three it. hours. Well, like I, I gave it, you know, I give myself that time because I also have the time freedom to do it. But, yeah. um, in that, it usually looks like the same type of thing. Like I'll spend an hour just kind of like, you know, t- I take a shower, I get ready, mull around a little bit, maybe eat something, and then I'll go work out. And that's the one thing that is almost every single day in the morning is I do work out. But yeah. I used to be like, I work out at this time on the dot <laughs> and like, there's no exceptions. I don't care how I feel. And, yeah. um, again, it, that was, I was abandoning myself because if, if you don't care how you feel when you do something and you're not really like present with your emotions in it all, you're not, you, you're just a human doing at that point and you're just a robot not a human being. Exactly. And yep. that's how we can get cold hearted or disconnected from our hearts. And then that just suppresses emotion, which causes more stress, which causes overwhelm. So, um, 100%. also too, you- I wanted, I wouldn't note and just want to add to what you said with like a practice of slowing down. Yeah. I would also say like slow down and disconnect, meaning like go on a walk without your phone Yes. or, yes. or you know, like meditate and put your phone in another room. Like, quite literally detached from your phone. I think our phones can cause us a lot of stress, especially if we work on them. Um, so much. Even if you don't, like if you're going to a desk job or something when, and you're busy all day and then you come home to ch- quote unquote chill out and you're on social media, quote unquote chilling out with all these different stimulus and all this other stuff, you know, being yep. thrown at you, your brain's still kind of on overdrive taking the in in the information. I just recently don't know if anybody saw it, like literally unfollowed everybody. And I have zero followers now because nice. I was addicted to like mindlessly scrolling and it was just <laughs> Yes. I'm like, what what's happening? And I didn't I tried all these other things and now I only pull up Instagram to reply to DMs and to post. Yeah. And it's so much more freeing and I'm so much more present. And that can be scary with people. Or for people, you know, of like, oh shit, well now I have to be present. I don't have a filler. I don't have a mindless, I can't go on autopilot anymore. That's the thing. And, and that's um, a scary feeling for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And because that's, I guess, the beginnings of shadow work too, which is just really facing what you've been avoiding. Yeah. Um, and but we yeah, so, a lot can come up in that. We so easily numb ourselves with social media or even I think TV is a big one too. Like I'm obviously a fan of social media. Like my business runs through social media, but I'm the same in that I don't allow myself to sit there for, cause you can get sucked in for 30 minutes scrolling through. Yeah, you can. I don't, and, and on that, like I don't have a TV either. I haven't yeah. owned a TV in like three years. <laughs> nice. Um, just, yeah. And like, if I want to watch something, I'll pull up YouTube, you know? Yeah. Um, but it is freeing to, I guess, be disconnected from the grid, if you want to call it that, or social, yes. just because that wasn't even a thing a hundred years ago. No. People, believe it or not, were a lot happier. Even 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. 
Yeah. And it's so setting what, what other, too. yeah, yeah, definitely. Boundaries are a huge thing. I think even boundaries with yourself, I think the word boundaries is usually put on other people and having other people disrespect you or boundaries. But if you look at the reflection, are you respecting your own standards, yeah. boundaries um, of like, okay, cool. I'm going to give myself just this amount of time to do this thing. Yeah. And, or whatever. Um, what other, what other tips do you have on happiness? How do, how can people actually be happy in the majority of their 2020? Because a lot of people that I get on the phone with that are, um, you know, thinking about coaching with me or joining my, one of my courses, whatever, it's usually when I ask them what they want, they just want to be happy at the end of the day. Right. Um, how can you, or what would you have to say to somebody who wants to be happy? And that's like their goal for 2020. I think they need to hire a coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you say that? I think reading books and podcasts, which is like, I do both. Absolutely. And YouTube, like all of those things, there's amazing yeah. things out there and there's a ton of amazing free content. And I think that's important for people to check out to see if you vibe with people because two people can basically do the same work as a coach but just an energetic match. If you really like that person, uh, how they talk, if you have similar uh, lifestyles, I think comes into play sometimes or just similar beliefs in general. I think that's a huge, mm -hmm. uh, you really need to like and love who you're working with. And I think when you're not working with a coach and just doing all of the readings and all of the free stuff, you don't apply it to yeah. your own life. And you don't well, see. You, I don't. I think it's that, but you also got you got blind spots. Huge, and that's what our job is: is to help you see those blind spots and see places to heal and overcome and let go of past stories that are like just bullshit. Let's be honest: we have so many stories from childhood that, and it's not that everybody had a bad childhood. Like I've ran into a lot of people in the last year that are like, my childhood was good, and it, absolutely, it probably was, but you still wrote a lot of stories about how you live your life from childhood mm -hmm. and just you, beliefs about yourself and self-worth and everything. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think mm -hmm. you need somebody to help you see those. If you're looking for faster growth personally, like totally. Yeah. That that's, that's really important because I think one of the things with being happy um, is, you know, making sure that you are present with yourself um, mm -hmm. It's like self-honoring, self-love, self-respect, whatever you want to call it. And um, it's funny that you mentioned hiring a coach because I used to just hire people that I would click with or that would be quote unquote the best. Mm -hmm. And now I hire people that, yes, I vibe with, but it's also that we connect in a way where they're not afraid to call me out on my yeah. shit. Yes. And that's also my style of coaching that <laughs> why most of my clients like join me because they're like, yes, <laughs> call me out on all of my shit. Let's go. And I'm like, okay. Exactly. Uh, but there's no point in tough us. Love, you know? and, I, and I think that's what we're missing, especially from even maybe close friends, because our friends are like, oh, I don't want to ruin the relationship. I don't yeah. really know if I should say this. And they're kind of tiptoeing around it. I think tough love is one of the best loves because it really shows the truth. It does. And it's like truly love then because, yeah, you, you know, like you're not just sugarcoating and being mm -hmm. nice because that's right. not going to show you the most growth. That's not going to help you heal those stories if we're just like, oh, yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> yeah. No, let's like yeah. dig deeper and uncover why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Well, I know that we could be chatting about this literally all day. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> what, where can people find out more about you and what you do? I am literally, I am Jen Anderson because I have the most popular name in the history of the land. <laughs> and so I've had to put I am in front of everything. So I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and my website is IamJenAnderson.com as well. So it's nice and easy across the board. And I love to live in my DMs too. So don't hesitate to reach out. I love it. Well, thank you so much for talking about happiness and owning your happiness with everybody. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. You go have a great day. Of course. For everybody listening, go check out her stuff. Happy 2020. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.